So we are in episode two of Conversation Starters. <laughs> so welcome those tuning in, listening to the Healing Broken Hearts podcast, also known as HBH Project um, podcast. <laughs> but uh, thanks for taking the time to listen. And so for today's episode, I wanted to talk about the pandemic. And um, we're in 2021, right? And I feel like people thought the shit was just going to disappear. There was this hope uh, that it was just going to be gone and that was going to be it. And there was going to be this miracle cure and everyone's going to be better by last year of November, I think it was. And that is not the case. And so um, in today's conversation, I kind of wanted to start the conversation of where do you draw the line, right? And so regarding COVID, there is a group of people who um, feel strongly about uh, their rights and don't, from my understanding, don't want to be told um, what they should and shouldn't do, whether they should wear a mask or not, uh, where, you know, the they're against the government having restrictions over how many groups of people can be in certain spaces, how many actual people can be in certain spaces. And, and then you have the other side where it's more of wear your mask, be safe, just follow the rules so we can get through this and, and get to a better place. And, um, What's interesting about all of this, right, is um, with those two sides, there's also uh, different views and variations of views of how the pandemic already started. You know, there's there's some who believe that it was intentional, um, the pandemic, COVID was created. Uh, there's some that believe that it, you know, it just kind of came about similar to the common cold. Um, and is now transforming into something more uh, dangerous. And um, and so, you know, whatever version of this you believe, I'm not here to tell you that you're wrong or right or anything like that. You know, we're, we're so unique. We're so different. We have such different views. And the first thing I want to say is that's okay, right? But... I'm here to kind of challenge those views, to kind of start a conversation, to bring a different perspective. And and I can only speak from my perspective, and so that's what I'm going to share today. But starting off, I had read the statistics of COVID. And based off the statistics that were being shared, I didn't really understand what the big concern was with uh, COVID. I didn't get why... Um, people were responding in such an extreme way um it felt like for me people were people just you know when I say people I just mean generally speaking whether it was politicians news um some friends you know some acquaintances or just you know what you kind of hear along the way and and it felt extreme and I didn't understand it because statistically speaking, right, how the conversation had kind of started was that the likelihood of 
contracting COVID was extremely low, right? The percentage was lower than it was um, contracting the flu. But the kicker was that when you did contract it, the effects of it were potentially dangerous. So, right, they they shared numbers on, and, and I don't, I should have done this, but I don't have any numbers in front of me now. But um, essentially, the likelihood of getting COVID was lower than getting the flu, right? And then if you did get COVID, the likelihood of you getting an extreme case of COVID was also very low. And so with the odds kind of in everyone's favor, I had a really difficult time understanding why uh, people were responding the way they were responding, you know? Um, I mean, it like the world shut down, literally. Uh, Grocery stores were a nightmare. People were fighting over toilet paper. you would go to a grocery store and they were limiting how many items you can purchase um, or how many, like, (laughs) you could only get one roll of toilet paper or one package of toilet paper or one package of alcohol or like there were signs literally everywhere restricting the quantity of items that you can buy depending on the need. Hand soap, disinfectant soap was insane. You can only get two bottles in some places, other places completely sold out. So for a really big part of last year, that's kind of how things were. And I didn't understand that. Um, And so, you know, it was something that everyone was still kind of understanding. It was new. So much information was being spread. People had different opinions. The news was saying one thing. Different news outlets said different things. Politicians were saying different things. And it was really hard to see what to believe, you know. It's so easy to manipulate information um, and spread disinformation. And, and so that's kind of how I started, right? But out of respect, a lot of it being with how I was raised and just respect for other people, um, I didn't necessarily wear a mask, but if I was around other people, um, out of respect for them, I would wear a mask. Obviously, you know, I would, out of respect for stores and establishments, um, I would wear a mask to enter the store and uh, go about doing what I needed to do and, you know, so on and so forth. And then um, what's interesting is, and what's always been difficult is, it really depends on who you speak to get a version of what COVID looked like, right? So for some, it wasn't a big deal. Depending on the area, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't greatly affected. People weren't necessarily dying in large numbers. Um, But then you would speak to certain people who worked in specific hospitals, you know, nurses, doctors, who shared their experiences and their experiences were a lot more traumatic. You know, they were they were seeing people dying um, from COVID. They there was news coverage of of just these sad, tragic stories happening of of people just losing their life over this, you know, over this pandemic, over this this virus. And um, it's interesting because you know, 
really what makes a difference on our perception of things, in my opinion, is what you choose to focus on, right? So if you choose to not focus on specific information, like people dying from the pandemic, you know, the effects of not wearing a mask and how you can put other people at risk and kind of like that kind of information, then I I believe you're less likely to take action because you're not being exposed to that information or that knowledge. Uh, Whether that knowledge is correct or incorrect, that really doesn't matter. It's just what what you focus on becomes how you respond. And so I wasn't focusing on the deaths, right? I wasn't focusing on those numbers. It was kind of like I was numb to it. And I was just in my bubble of, well, this is my world. This is my perception. This is what I see. And although I don't necessarily fully understand it, um, and although I've heard very different opinions, I'm kind of just going to go about it the way I see fit and then just kind of go from there. And... Um, and it was interesting to see different people's reactions to it. You know, I, I saw firsthand people yelling at each other for not wearing masks and, and people yelling at each other for, um, crowding up in groups larger than 10 or, you know, whatever the number was at that time. And, um, it was always one of those things that I asked myself, you know, where, where do you draw the line, right? At what point do you, or, or not at what point, but to, to what point do you respect other people and how they want to go about things and respond to things? And at what point do you respect how you want to go about things and respond to things, right? Because as individuals, if, if I don't want to wear a mask, is it really your responsibility to make sure I wear my mask, you know? And so it's tricky. And, and I really believe that there is no right or wrong answer. Um, some people will completely disagree with me, but but in all reality, we can't control people, right? And in trying to control people, I think a lot of hurt has been caused. Um, a lot of shit that could have been avoided, prevented has occurred. And within it became this, this, uh, just this craziness that took place. Like, like I saw videos of, of people getting ripped out of stores for not wearing masks. And I wonder, well, why didn't you just wear your mask? Like, even if, even if I wasn't in agreement with wearing it, like outside, generally speaking, like in my own world, when I'm walking on the street or whatever it may be, if I don't want to wear my mask and I don't feel comfortable wearing it, or I just don't want to wear it, should I be able to make that decision? right? That's one thing. I feel you should, right? If you don't want to wear it outside, that's, hey, that's on you as an individual. That's your choice. That's your decision. Now, for the people that are going into establishments and businesses that have their own little world and their own rules and their policy, I just found it really interesting that people had this feeling of entitlement to go into a place that isn't theirs to then force the store to operate with them in a way that allowed them to do what they wanted to do while not respecting what the store wanted them to do, right? And so for me, 
even if you don't like the mask, right? I would say, well, why? Why not just wear it? All you have to do is walk into the store, get your shit, and get out. And then you can take it off. And that's cool. Like, you, you can take it off as soon as you walk out of the door. And if people don't like that, I mean, there there's a line. There's a fine line. And, and I think that's what people really struggle with with this. Um, and then, you know, the responses that people had towards other people, depending on race, is something that's a completely different topic that's extremely disappointing and disgusting and um that's definitely a conversation starter for another podcast episode but that was heartbreaking for me to see people get ripped out of stores in a violent manner because they refuse to wear a mask is ridiculous right and so okay i can understand someone is is going against the rules and you want to implement those rules and you want to keep everyone safe okay by all means but to be violent and hurt other people to get a point across to to like to me that's extreme but again where do you draw the line how far do you go to implement something that not everyone is in agreement with how much force do you put into making this happen you know I don't, I don't have the answer for that, but that's, um, that's the whole point of these conversations, I imagine, is to kind of get everyone thinking. But for me, you know, what was interesting is that for me this year, my word is love. I want everything that I do to be an action of love, love towards myself, love towards other people. And, um, I had a lot of loved ones that ended up testing positive for COVID. And it wasn't until I experienced that firsthand that I saw how scary it is. You know, because, okay, the odds of getting it are low. And when you get it, the odds of it being really bad is low. But when it's bad, like, it is not a fun ride at all. It is hard. It is heartbreaking. It is anxiety provoking. And um, and it wasn't until that happened that I really understood or maybe not really understood, but just had a different perspective on all of this that's going on because to see the loved ones, to hear my loved ones struggling with this virus, being in the hospital for over a month, and still to this day struggling, where I wake up every single morning to call the hospital to check in. It's it's emotionally exhausting, it's emotionally draining, it's scary. All my faith throughout this whole process has been in God and leaning on Him and knowing that, that my loved ones are going to be safe and healed and out of that hospital soon. But it really made me think, at the end of the day, if all we need to do is, even if, even if the odds of getting it are still low, and when you do get it, even if the odds of it being really bad are still low, it is, it's still worth being responsible with who you surround yourself by, with making sure you're not putting yourself at risk or putting other people at risk with just just doing your part you know of of doing it for the love of other people of doing it for the sake of 
of our communities because for those few people that do end up getting it really, really bad and and for those lives that have unfortunately been lost to them, if, if we would have just taken that one moment to be a little more careful, you know, to be a little more conscious of, okay, let me make some sacrifices for the betterment of everyone else. Let me be a little more careful with what I do, who I surround myself by, wearing my mask, even though I don't want to, you know, it's, it's like, you know, these things you don't really want to do, but you, you, you kind of should do them. Why not do that? You know, why not take that extra step? Why not just be a little less selfish and be a little more loving just for the people who will get COVID and who will unfortunately get a really bad, um, their body will respond to it in a really tough manner that causes them to be in intensive care, that causes them to need higher levels of care and that may cause them to lose their life. Like it's, it's for those few people that we should be making these sacrifices. And, and I'm not saying sacrifice at all, you know, only you know where you should draw that line. But I would just challenge you today to just think, to just take a step back and think, what can you do in your day to day that would make it a little more safe for you and for the loved ones around you and for your friends and family who might be the one small percentage of of people who'll get it and who'll get a really bad case of it and who could potentially lose their life. And um, and in all honesty, it wasn't until I had family who have been safe, who have worn masks, who have gone out of their way to make sure that they're not exposing themselves to large groups, not going anywhere, not going to any parties or celebrations or anything like that, and ended up with with a really complicated case uh, of COVID. And um, and it's been hard and it's been eye-opening. And, and I hope that as you read, hear this, here I am talking about reading this, um, I hope that as you hear this, that that it'll inspire you to kind of just go about things a little differently, you know, just even if you take a pause to think, um, because it could save a life, it could make a difference. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening, for taking the time. And uh, as always, let me know what you think. Let me know your feedback. I'm here to have a conversation. This isn't only one-sided. I want to hear your side. I want to hear your opinions and views on it. Um, I, I really believe as we sit down across one another and have difficult conversations, that's how we each learn, right? That's that's how two extreme sides learn to come to a middle ground uh, because it's okay to not agree, but it's not okay to treat people with hurt and disrespect and hatred just because another person doesn't agree with our viewpoints, you know? And so I'm hoping we can come together in love and and just hear each other out and, and talk a little more. And yeah, I love you guys. Until next time.